0: Skater or die the podcast where we talk about anything and everything i'm sylvie and i'm anna
1: hi hi
0: <laughs> long time no chat
1: yeah to me or to our, our listeners to our listeners i guess so i guess it's been two weeks for them
0: yeah that's sad sorry guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> um congratulations if you have the blessing of talking to us God more I more than twice or once every two weeks.
0: Yeah. I know. It was it was half like a hello to our listeners who haven't heard our voices in a while to me and Sylvie who've been texting pretty much every day.
1: <laughs> I I yeah, definitely every day. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I love that.
0: Love that for us.
1: Long distance is hard, but we make it work. God, you're so right.
0: Okay. What are we here to talk about today?
1: So today we are talking about books which I'm really excited about because I've been reading a lot.
0: Okay, let's hear it. Are there... Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I do want to preface with this. Sylvie and I, I'm not sure if you know, but we're both in the literary society oh. on our campus. <laughs> yes, so,
1: indeed we are. I was like, where's this going?
0: <laughs> yeah, it only makes sense that we would talk about books eventually. <laughs> yes.
1: Big shout out to Zah.
0: Big shout out to Zah. I miss Zah. I miss ZA too. I'm wearing my ZA sweatshirt right now.
1: I almost wore my ZA sweatshirt today, but then I put on a different sweatshirt. Okay, we're talking about books. Yes. I'm just going to dive in. Yeah, um, go for it. I've recently been reading a ton of Haruki Murakami. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was He's a Japanese author. He was recommended to me by a very, very close friend. I've read, like, over Winter Break, and now I've read three of his books and i'm on a fourth
0: which which books i have this Wip- wikipedia up.
1: um i've read after dark sputnik sweetheart um i'm reading 1q84 and i just finished kafka on the shore ah okay um, yeah and he has some like weird all of his books he's like magic realism oh yeah um so all of his books are like pretty funky but I really dig it. I haven't read any Magic Realism before. So I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I think he's like my new favorite author.
0: Really? I don't yeah. think I have a favorite author.
1: I don't know if I really did until now.
0: Wow. Would you recommend his stuff generally?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that one q Four is his like big one to be honest it's like a little weird there's a lot of like weird sex stuff in it. yeah like i think my one complaint about his books is that there's a like just <clears throat> it's just too much yeah and it's not even his other books are pretty fine they're pretty okay like there's some weird things that happen here and there and i'm like you didn't need to say that but then in 1Q84, it's like every other line. And I'm like, you didn't need to say that. Just kind of male gazy. You know?
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Like the female character talks about her boobs all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I, don't I like
0: know. chill.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the plots are really good. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite of his is Sputnik Sweetheart. It was hmm. really sweet. Or I don't know if I would describe it as sweet. Actually, I take that back. I just really liked it. Also, these are the first books I've read that aren't for class, that are really more, like,
0: literature-focused.
1: Yeah. Like, the, like, themes he has not done and stuff, they just, like... I, I just really like thinking about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say they, like, hit hard, but I feel the themes and stuff just feel, like, close to home- for me and so I like reading about it I'm like oh this is why people read books that have deeper meanings than just (laughs) their plots you know so that's been fun that's been fun
0: that's like a big thing I feel is like books that you have to read for class I feel like when you're forced to read something especially when you're in like in high school or middle school and you're like whatever I have more important things I could be doing or other coursework I could be doing Like, I don't know. It's, like, less likely to make an impact.
1: Yeah, definitely. I can't... The only book I know I read for sure all of in high school was The Help.
0: Mm, I've read that. It was
1: good. I liked it. Yeah. No, I liked it, too. That's why I read it. But I feel, like, everything else I kind of just... I would read, like, parts of. Like, only what I, like, absolutely had to if I had extra time. You know? It was never a priority.
0: For me... I never read a lot of the books assigned to me. Like, we mm-hmm. had to read um, Crime and Punishment. I read, like, the first 300 pages, and I was like, I can't. You know, summer's over. That's I can't do this kind anymore. of a lot. Yeah, I know. We had to read, and we spent the whole first whatever. We also did Walden. Oh, like
1: summer reading?
0: Yeah, we we had to read the whole book over the summer. This is for mm-hmm. IB English. And then the whole first semester was just about Crime and Punishment. Oh. Yeah, it was very yeah. – whatever. It was very more – much more like a college class. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I went so hard for summer reading. Like, I wouldn't read anything during the year, but I'd read every summer reading book.
0: Really? That you had to?
1: Yeah, or that, like, were recommended. Just because I had the time, so.
0: Speaking of summer reading, did your libraries, did your public libraries ever do the thing where it's like, oh, you know, yes. like, read 50 books over the summer and we'll give you, like, a little bookmark or something, Yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. That was they cute. Had... I like that. that I remember so doing cute. that as a kid. I also went so hard for that
0: oh I went hard yeah
1: Yeah. good times
0: (laughs) yeah good times we can maybe talk about books we're gonna that we read for school later what um are some books that you've read too that you would also like to talk about
1: Hmm. I feel like I read a few things over winter break which I was surprised about because usually or I'm always like oh I'm gonna read a bunch but I never do but I actually did so in ZA we donate books to the house mm-hmm. um, or works
0: and, of literature. It doesn't. It could yeah. be like a poem too.
1: Yeah, and the book I donated is called *The Name of the Wind* and it's a fantasy novel, and it's so good. That was my favorite book for a long time. Um, I found it because at the library there was like a flowchart on one of the like bookshelves. I was like, "What's the next book you're gonna read?" And you were like, "Oh, like I like this." Like, this is what I'm in the mood for. And then it was, I think the one that, like, pointed to this one was something about, like, grown-up Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, cool, what's that? And so I read it, and I loved it. The plot is, like, I don't know, it's just, like, written very well, written by a male author, but the female characters are written really well, which I appreciate, because that's hard to find in fantasy. And unfortunately, it's a trilogy, but the third book still hasn't come out. And I read this in, like... What? middle school or something. okay maybe not middle cool. school like I, i'm gonna look up when it came out i just want to say that reminds me of like fan fiction
0: i don't know if you ever like did that or like read that but i definitely had that phase um, i
1: only read one fan fiction really which was it yeah uh what was it called the life and times it of was what? it was a uh, very famous jilly james and lily harry Potter. oh yeah harry P- yeah. harry potter
0: fanfics the gateway drug as people like to say
1: yeah this one like essentially consider it canon it was so so good i don't think i finished it Interesting. Um, but it was the only i don't know i didn't really like yeah i never really got into it but some for some reason i came across this one and i started reading it and i was like this is amazing Yeah, I feel
0: like once I stopped reading, like, book books, like, you know when you're a kid and you read, like, so many books all the time? I feel like when I was done with that phase, I, like, missed reading, so I slowly transitioned over to fan fiction. I would just read it. Like, even if I didn't know the TV show, I would just, like, read the stories. Yeah, because it's kind of, like, you don't need to go through the process of, like, establishing your character as much Mm -hmm. as you would in, like, a story You know what I mean? Or, like, a book. Like, you kind of already know the chess pieces. It's just, like, a different playing board every time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. So it's kind of nice.
0: It's kind of like... Like, all this writing is really good, but, like, for your brain, it's kind of like junk food. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you don't have to work too hard to think about it.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: I'm not gonna disclose my secrets right now. I never actually wrote fan fiction, but I definitely read some, like, really incredible... Like, really long, too like, works of fanfic. There was one that was 500,000 words. Damn. And I read it all. And I still will regularly, like, go back to time and read little bits, of, bits and pieces of it. And I have physical copies. Because <laughs> that's how big this, like, fanfic was. People, like, the person can make, like, physical copies with, like, artwork.
1: How long is a normal book?
0: A normal book? 500,000 yeah, like- words is the length of flame is.
1: Holy... <laughs> which is another book that i've read i haven't read like this
0: i feel like i don't know i'm gonna google that how long is a regular book yeah but i'm trying to channel that energy again of like you know when you're a kid and you read like a book in one sitting you know what i mean
1: yeah i for the haruki murakami books i mentioned sputnik sweetheart and after dark are they're like very average length books maybe like a little shorter than most but i read both of them in like three days and I was like this is the energy that I've been missing (laughs) in my life.
0: It says here that it obviously depends on how many words there are per page and what kind of font is being used but generally about a 50,000 word book would be about 200 pages and so 100,000 would be about 400 pages. Okay. So generally you're reading about like split the difference like a 300 page book is like 75,000 words ish. Okay. So this fan fiction was 500,000 words.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my
0: god. (laughs) If anyone wants to get hip, message me. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. I think I... One of my closest friends at Wellesley, shout out to Sulia if you're listening, got really mad at me because I said it was quite literally one of the best pieces of literature I've ever read. (laughs) And I was like, sorry, it's literally the truth.
1: I think that if someone puts the effort into writing 500,000 words. I think it's totally fair to say that it's
0: yeah, like yeah. literature. I think I think that too is fair. Um let me think of some. I think that also stems from when you're um I feel like a girl growing up, I feel like you're marketed a lot of like YA romance books. You
1: know what I mean? Oh, I read so many. I read I was so many. really into it, which is maybe surprising.
0: But <laughs> I, no, know, I too. Did you, I remember Sarah Dessen was big in middle school? Like yeah. Like all the Sarah Dessen books. I couldn't name you one, but I know that I read them. You I know think what I mean?
1: If I thought hard enough, I could name one. I think there was one about like keys. Oh, oh this. yeah. There's always some keys in Sarah
0: Dessen books.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is Along for the Ride by her?
0: I think so. Let me look it up. Cause I was about to say, I just remembered there's like a bicycle on the cover.
1: Along for the ride. Yeah, I read that one.
0: Oh my god! Yeah.
1: Insomnia. Yeah.
0: What? It's a movie.
1: I yeah, I just saw that. I didn't know it was a movie. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that's like her classic book. I feel.
1: There's this one book I read. It was called The Summer of Skinny Dipping. Uh huh. And I remember, like, I was so embarrassed to carry that book around because it said skinny dipping on it. Um, but it was about this girl who met this guy at the beach and stuff. (laughs) Shocking so far. Um, but at the end, not to spoil it, but also just completely spoil it. He died. And I was like, this is not the book I thought this was going to be. Like, it was super, like, lighthearted and fun, like all of the other. And he, like, got struck by lightning in the ocean. Oh, my God. And drowned. (laughs) i was like that took a very serious turn (laughs)
0: god i read so many we talked a bit in the crushed episode about how i think like reading so many ya romance books as a kid like kind of influenced how i see like myself in the world like now Mm. you know what i mean like i was talking yeah we were talking with sydney we both read this book series called the wedding planner's daughter i
1: read it too can i just say that (laughs) you
0: read it too okay i sydney just really had the reaction i was looking for (laughs) yeah it's just I i don't know the book series is just so soft you know what i
1: mean yeah i don't think to be fair i don't think i read the whole series i definitely didn't know as much about it i think i just read the first one but it was good i enjoyed it
0: god yeah it was okay well this is my stark contrast i would like sit in the back corner there's a library really close to my house which probably influenced a lot of me reading so much as a kid um And the intersection, there's, like, a youth corner, and along one wall was all the romance and, like, fiction books, like, classic, just YA fiction. And then on the uh, adjacent bookshelf closest to the um, fiction books was the R.L. Stein section, was the Goosebumps section. Oh! I think, did we talk about this? Oh, no, I mentioned this probably in spooky... yeah, you did,
1: you did. I know, because I just listened to it again.
0: Oh, that's episode's so good. Hey, hey everybody. So, it's is so good. If you haven't heard Spooky Girls Night, which is our Halloween episode, please go listen to it. It's, like, 18 minutes long. It's, like, so worth it. If people are it's like, oh, you have a podcast, like, what's best. it about? I'm like, you need to listen to this one, because it's only 18 minutes, and it's, like, one of the best ones, I think.
1: It's so funny.
0: Yeah, it really God, is so great. we're
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> God, we're so funny. Um, Yeah. What am I saying?
1: Oh, you're talking about Earl Stein on the. Other
0: oh side. yeah, um, I just read a lot of Goosebumps, and I wouldn't even read the whole things. I would, I would read, <laughs> I would read the um, first few pages
1: back of the book, and then the last few pages.
0: That was pretty much it.
1: <laughs> I never read those because I was I wasn't into any like horror stuff. I think I would read like the back covers and be like, oh spooky, I'm gonna put that away. <laughs> Can I just say that I love libraries? I know, I know, they're
0: great. We love libraries. In this I house. want
1: when I retire, I want to be a librarian. I have, um, I just organizing books is the best. Is one of my favorite activities. I used to volunteer at this book sale um, that was near my house, and they would get like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books and I would just go to the sci-fi fantasy section, and that thing was, like, my baby. I organized it to, like, no extent. All the other places were, like, pretty organized, but not nearly as good as mine. Um, and I worked with, like, a bunch of... It was this, like, women's organization that, like, did it, so it was all these, like, old ladies, and they loved me so much because I would just... <laughs> sit. I came, like, every day for, like, hours and just sat there organizing books. Um, wow, I can we're losers. It was fun. Um, I went back last summer, like briefly, to like go buy books at the book sale. And they like recruited me to like help clean up at the end. And I was like, I love you guys. Um, And in eighth grade, I actually in all of like middle school, I would go to the library and mostly eighth grade, I would go during lunch and help the librarian, (laughs) like put books away and stuff. Not even for community service, just because, one, I loved the librarian, and, and two, uh, I just had so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I had to, I just remembered this, I had to get like a special pass from her to go like every day during lunch to the library. Ugh.
0: I liked, I, I used the library in my high school a lot, like I would just go to the library during lunch. I remember that was kind of like a library squad, like not to like read or anything, but we would all like study.
1: Yeah. Which I made me sound either, like a loser, but. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I didn't go to the library during lunch in high school, but I would go to either, the like, I would hang out with my English teachers during lunch. Loser. Or, <laughs> nerd. I go to the band room. <laughs> Double loser. Hey, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was just tight with my teachers
0: <laughs> so not only were you a don't, loser you were a nerd
1: don't tell me that you weren't a just loser kidding i was 100
0: i was 100 percent a loser nerd which is why i'm making fun of you
1: yeah that's what i thought have you been reading anything recently
0: absolutely i'm trying to keep a list of all the books that i read there was this really good book by the way all the books that i say i'm like recommending them just like putting that out there
1: likewise unless i say otherwise
0: Yes, yes, just like Sylvie. Okay, so there was this book that I read a while ago that I really liked called Girls to the Front and it was a Oh it was about the Riot Girl movement. I really liked it. I didn't know that so much of like the movement was like so close to where I live and like my childhood home.
1: That's so cool.
0: So like it's weird to think that all this was happening like really close to me when I was like a baby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really wild. Yeah, that's crazy. So that book was really good. I really liked it. So the books I've read so far in 2019, that's one of my, like, resolutions is not only read more, but also draw more. So I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, like, beat myself up about it and be like, you need to read a book every month. But, like, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Especially abroad. I feel weird, like, buying books because, you know, so much of my stuff is going to get jettisoned.
1: Yeah. I also have yet to find a, like, English bookstore.
0: Oh, there's one in Athens. We can check it out. Uh, I haven't been there
1: myself. It's really close to my house i'd actually like actually no i have i have plenty i brought how many books i have my bookshelf right next to me i brought four books and i finished one and i'm like halfway done with the another and i was like oh my god what am i gonna like read on the plane home back home but i think i'll be fine i'm not (laughs) yeah i've been reading a lot on transit like on my way to class and everything look at you Yeah. I'm actually pretty much exclusively reading on transit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. What an
0: intellectual. You know me. Okay. Okay. So these are the books I've read so far. So the first book I read of this year, I finished it up. It's a collection of short stories that my friend was reading. I was like, oh, would you recommend that? she's like, yeah, sure. It's called What We Talk About When We Talk About Love by Raymond Carver, who's like some old dude. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so this dude was born in the late 40s, or no, late 30s, and died in the late 80s. So he's like an old white dude, you know what I mean? So the bar was already pretty low for him. Yeah. I like, in general, enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, mind blown, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd like only kind of recommend that one. And then I read a book that I would very much recommend called Brotopia by Emily Chang. I've,
1: I don't know if you've been recommending all of these to me. <laughs> but I've heard really good things about Brotopia. It's because I told you,
0: because uh, <laughs> so the book essentially uh, talks about women in the computer science industry. Yeet. Yeah, Sylvia is one of those. Yeah. And how they really, how like it's systematically become like exclusionary for women and how women are still continuing to be excluded and how this is bigger than just women are, like, boohoo, like, women don't get jobs in this industry. It's more like, no, like, we are slowly becoming way more and more, like, technologically advanced. And, like, if you only have, like, one kind of people, like, doing the narrative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the one example that they gave in the book is, like, the Apple, like, health app. Like, how it would track the health app on your Apple. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, um how when it first came out, it had, like, a bunch of things for you to track, like, your body weight, like, your BMI, and, like, blood alcohol content, but you couldn't, like, track your period. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, like, thinking yeah. about, like, who's using your app, because, like, this is supposedly for
1: all Apple users, but, like, that wasn't even an option. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually had a conversation with some people about the importance of diversity in tech recently. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think I was talking to someone, someone like brought up that like a lot of security companies really are some of the like more diverse work environments because they recognize that like the guy I was talking to was saying that he's like really into security and he can, or people from like just different countries will like write like cyber attacks differently and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they are really aware of the importance of having different backgrounds come in because they, like, see firsthand how people will, like, write or see things differently, you know? And then we were with someone who isn't into computer science as much. And she asked, like, oh, like, does the diversity, like, really affect – or is that, like, really legit? Like, how much can it affect, like, the product and stuff in the company? And so – I didn't, I'm not going to say went off because it wasn't like an angry like thing. Yeah. But just explaining how there's no way you could say that people from different backgrounds wouldn't come up with different solutions to the same problem. And it's just so important to hear or just it's so much better to have different voices like coming in and like seeing different things that are wrong and stuff. And yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so if that sounded at all interesting to you, you should read this book. And in the end, I think another reason why you might like it, Sylvie. I can even give you my copy when we're at Wellesley. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like purchased it.
1: Yes, please um, do. I know what you're going to say, and I'm so excited.
0: One of the last chapters, they talked about Slack. Oh god, yes. <laughs> being one of like the great like being a workspace that's been more inclusionary than like other tech
1: Slack People. follows me on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I know. Sylvie loves Slack. If there's anyone <laughs> who works at Slack that wants to give Sylvie a job. Okay, okay. And then the la- the most recent book that I've read in 2019. I've really only read three, so I'm not doing, like, <clears throat> great. Hey, um, three is
1: still a good number. That's, like, one per month.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, um, and then this one that I've read most recently is Room by Emma Donahue, the one they made into a movie.
1: Yeah, I've heard of it. But don't know what's about
0: okay, okay, so the book is essentially about it's kind of bleak. It's about this woman who was essentially abducted when she was about like nineteen, like at college, and she's been held captive by this guy, oh, yeah, yeah, so she gives birth to this kid, his kid, and like they can't leave, so the the it's from the perspective of the little boy. Mm. and he's under the impression that this one tiny, tiny room that they live in is their whole world. Yeah. And then things start to unravel. And actually, most of the book – I'm not going to say anything, just in case people want to read it.
1: Was it good? Spoiler alert! I, I,
0: li- I mean, I liked it. I don't know if I would read it again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and then I got this other book. I don't know where it is, so I can't get the name of the author. Just kidding. I can look it up. Uh, when I finished that book – I wanted to get another one. So I was in the Frankfurt airport. Uh, I was at a layover and I um, um, wanted to get a book. So this is the best looking book <laughs> on the bookshelf. It was, it's a book by Maja, M-A-J-A. Is it Maya still?
1: I think it depends.
0: The original language of the book was Norwegian. So I don't know if
1: it's I feel like it's Maja Maya. Or... I think it's Maya. Maya. Okay, whatever. Because in Hungarian, J's are Y sounds... And I feel like it'd be similar. All right. So it's called The History of Bees.
0: And it follows three different storylines. One of this guy from the 1850s who's trying to create a new type of, type of, like, beehive because his family is, like, really hitting some hard times. One's in, like, 2007 where this guy is a beekeeper and he's trying to fight, like, against modern farming and stuff and hopes that mm. his, like, son can help. And then... uh. China in the, you know, 2098, so, like, in the future, where, like, bees have all died off. They all died off in the early 2000s, so, like, people pollinate by hand, and how, like, it's kind of like a dystopian-type thing without bees, and, like, this woman's about to lose her son or something. It's... Anyway, I'm in the process of reading it. It's been a... Uh, it's been good. I just haven't had a chance to read it.
1: Interesting. That sounds really good.
0: Yeah. I I was also, um... In Warsaw one weekend, um, because, you know, the life of a study abroad student, you're trying to travel around and see stuff. Um, There was this bookstore in this contemporary art museum, and I just was like, wow, like, I need to get more books. I just want to read stuff. There were so many good, like, books on design. I just took a bunch of pictures of them. I was like, I have to read these. I have to read these. But I didn't buy any of them because they would all be kind of heavy and expensive.
1: Yeah. Every time I go to a bookstore I take pictures of like 80 books and I'm like, when I have more money, I'll buy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a little I have a little uh list on Amazon for me to like refer to.
1: Um anyways, thinking about the bad day episode, I mentioned there was like one day, I think we were talking about like music and like I was like, Oh yeah, there was one day I was having a really bad day at home. And one thing I did was I, like, stopped and I went to a bookstore. And I just, like, browsed um, for a bit until I, like, calmed down. Um, And that – I don't know what it is about bookstores or, like, libraries. Bookstores
0: are good. Yeah.
1: And it just was really good for me. Good places.
0: Yeah. We like bookstores. Are there any books that you, like, want to read? I think this – uh, this topic you know you could just talk forever but
1: oh yeah definitely at home I have 100 years of solitude and love in the time of cholera which were both recommended by my very dear friend Olivia she said that I should read them over the summer um and not I don't know she said something about like it's not like a book that you can like I think you need to be paying like very close attention so like I'm a broad like I'm just like reading like here and there in spurts um not like consistently but I have those waiting for me at home and I'm really excited about them because Olivia really loves them
0: yeah it's kind of hard I want to like read more during school but I also you know I'm so stressed out during the semester that I don't want to read stuff that like I don't know will depress me you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah that makes sense
0: there was this one book I read and it was like Oh, what, I think it's The Heart is the, it's, uh, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things. And it was so depressing.
1: What was it about?
0: It's, uh, it's about this, like, little boy and his mom's, like, wild and, I don't know, it's, uh, It was just crazy. Yeah, so that was that. And, yeah, so I, I mean, there's, like, books that I want to read, but I, like, (laughs) don't want to read them while I'm in school. So I understand when Olivia was like, oh, read it over the summer. I was like, oh, maybe it's one of those books.
1: Mm.
0: Or maybe it's just like a tough read. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, There's these two books that have just been hanging around my house because I think my dad read them called Reemdi and Anathema. Oh, Anathem. Sorry, Anathem. I want to read them all. But Reemdi is... um, a techno-thriller novel, according to Wikipedia.
1: Oh, interesting. What does that even entail?
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you what it's about. It's the story set in the present day centers on the plight of a hostage and the ensuing efforts of the family and new acquaintances, many of them associated with a fictional MMORPG to rescue her as her various captors drag her around the globe.
1: Interesting.
0: So there's that. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just been sitting around my house forever. It's a pretty big book, so.
1: Yeah, that seems fun.
0: I have, like, a shelf. I, like, totally reorganized my room at home. And then I have a bunch of um, books that I want to read, and I, like, stack them all up along this bookshelf. So now I just have to go read those over the summer, I think.
1: Nice. One book, my mom always gets on my case about all the books I have at home because part of working at that book sale I was talking about, I got free books. Hell yeah. Just from working there. They, like, if... We'd always get, like, eight million of, like, the book of the summer, you mm-hmm. know? And so if at, like, one point they would just be like, okay, like, we're not gonna sell all these, so, like, you can just take them. But one book I've been trying to read for ages and just, like, haven't been able to, I heard it was really good, and it seems like it was up my alley because I'm really into, like, fantasy, was, uh, what was it? Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell? Huh. I don't know that one. I think it's also, like, a TV show now or something. It's, like, a big book, big fantasy book. I feel like I should be liking it, but I just, I'll, like, keep, I'll, I brought it up because I'll bring it to school every year, but never pick it up. Yeah. I don't know why.
0: One book like that for me is my friend got me, um. well, it's a book that I actually ended up reading. My friend got me the Percy Jackson books for one of my birthdays. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading the first page and being like, okay, like whatever, like this isn't doing it for me. And then coming back to them a year later, like my mom's like, okay, like we're going to have family reading time right now. Like everybody go find a book. I was like, mom, I don't have a book to read. And she's like, okay, go downstairs and like look on our bookshelves. So I picked them out. I was like, whatever. And then I read the first page and I was like, this is so good. I was like, how (laughs) did I not? I was
1: going to say, I was like, did you, you are very like. I would assume Percy Jackson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I read the, and then I read like all the books. I was honestly being in Greece, and everyone's talking about all these dumb Greek gods all the time. I was like, maybe it's time to read <laughs> Percy Jackson. Not okay. I just want to say Greek people don't talk about the Greek gods all the time. But I'm like doing a lot of these like, I don't know. I'm taking a few like classes that like concern the classics, and you know, you like yeah, you're, like oh, this is a temple for Zeus. This was like a temple for Athena, and you're like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't have that bookshelf on me right now but yeah there's a bunch of books that i want to read and i guess we'll rendezvous and talk about them yeah you know i i also want to read some like neil gaiman books i feel like i never really read his stuff
1: yeah i don't think i remember one year one of the summer reading books was american gods and by neil gaiman and yeah. everyone hated it i i like started to read it but my parents really liked that one really yeah i don't know I Like I said, I didn't, like, actually read it, but everyone was, like, that book was, <laughs> um... Was it not good? <laughs> or, like, not not good, but it was just, like, really weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, he writes weird stuff. He wrote Stardust.
1: I don't know what Stardust is.
0: Sylvie! Have you never seen Stardust? No. It's a movie. Remember Tristan Thorne and the Wall? No. Sylvie, what the f***? You've never seen Stardust? No. <laughs> Sylvie, are you kidding me? Wait, I'm no, leaving you. I'm, I'm so
1: serious. I have no idea what you're talking
0: about. Okay, I'm sending you the trailer. I, like, joke with people that it's, like, an initiation ritual to being my friend, is you have to watch Stardust. So I'm, like, shocked that, like, you haven't seen it or I haven't talked about it.
1: Yeah, you, I don't think you've ever brought it up here. Okay, should I watch it right now? Just open
0: it and see if you recognize it.
1: Okay. I'm opening it.
0: You're seriously, you've never seen it? No. It is Charlie Cox in it. I'm so mad for you. I'm so mad.
1: I'm, I'm watching the trailer. I have no idea what this is. I'm really mad at you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad I'm not there in person because I feel like you would have hit me. <laughs> no, I definitely would have. <laughs> I'm really mad. Now we have to watch Stardust
0: when you're here. Ugh. Um, another Neil Gaiman book I want to read is Good Omens. I've heard good, wink, wink, things about that.
1: (laughs) I think I've... That one sounds familiar. It's like the angel of the devil. I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Um, some books that I am really into are, like, those, like, suspense thrillers, like Gone Girl
0: and The Girl on the
1: Train. Those are absolutely riveting. I... Love them. I just read this one over winter break called The Wife Between Us. And oh my god. They like I don't know how these people write plot twists like as well as they do. It was not like constant plot twists in a bad way, but plot twists where I would have never expected, and all of them are really well done. And the back of the cover like said something like you think you like know what's going on in this story like you'll make like a lot of assumptions but like none of them are true and it's like you'll assume that like this is a story of like a jealous like ex-wife yada 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 and I was like reading the book after having read this and I was like okay but like what else could possibly be going on and I had no idea and it got me so so good
0: huh maybe I should read some more I mean, just, like, in general, but also some more of those books. I've never read Gone Girl or Girl on the Train. Have you seen Gone Girl? Nope. Not that I didn't want to. I just don't, like, I didn't have, like, the means. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think I own the book. I could lend it to you. I also really like Sharp Objects, which is also by Gillian Gillian Flynn. Also pretty good, but I think I like Gone Girl better. Yeah, no, Gone Girl was really good. I really loved it. But I was going to say something else. I can't remember. Oh, oh, I, the reason I read it was because I really wanted to see the movie. But I'm very strict about not watching movies before I've read the books. Interesting. I had, I refuse to see Gone Girl, like, before I read the book. Sometimes I'll, like, let it go. Yeah usually if I know there's a book I also get really upset if I didn't know that there was a book and there was a book like for call me by your name I didn't know that there was a book and I saw the movie and then I found out about the book and I was like who let me do this uh,
0: uh what was I was gonna say the only book that I've been very strict about was um Pride and Prejudice I knew that I wanted to read it before I watched any kind of movie
1: mm, interesting
0: so I've seen the Karen Knightley version. I haven't seen any other versions. And honestly, I get a little mad when people are like, that version's trash. Like, I like this other version.
1: How many versions are there?
0: I don't know. It, I mean, it's like a Jane, like Jane Austen's like a big deal. You know what I mean?
1: Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's a huge deal. Oh my. Do you want to do segment time?
1: Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Segment time. Okay. okay. Woo. Segment time. Yeet. Okay. So for this segment time, we have, on my computer, I have pulled up a list of books, a list of genres, and a random number generator. So what I'm going to do is generate a random number. We are going to go to that book. If we know what the book's about, we'll then generate another number and then choose from the list of genres.
0: Yeah. And see how we feel about that. <laughs> or imagine what that would look like.
1: Generated 24. 24. So book number 24 is Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy. Sylvie! Tals- Anna Karenina? Sorry! I- <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, that's fine, that's fine.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Part, despite all this book talk, I can't read. <laughs> do we
0: want to do the one right underneath it?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, the one underneath is 1984.
0: Yeah, because I haven't read Anna Karenina. Uh,
1: the next number is 46... And why don't we
0: just do four plus six is ten? Okay. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Horror. Horror. I could see it as like a saw kind of thing.
1: I feel like 1984 could definitely be an easy switch to horror movie or like horror genre.
0: I mean, it's like dystopian's already pretty yeah horrific. Ha ha ha.
1: <laughs> you just need to add a few more like scary add, add, add a little bit to the fear not just the add some paranoia you know yeah definitely definitely just like amp it up and then you're there again i think it would be a good job um one q four is actually like the book i'm reading right now is actually supposed to be not like a parody not like a rewriting of but it draws from 1984
0: interesting interesting yeah
1: Okay, next one. Our number is four, and that is, oh, The Great Gatsby. Okay, Okay, I think I,
0: I don't know if I've read it, but I'm definitely familiar with the story.
1: And then our next number is 34, so we can do seven?
0: Yeah, okay, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Fantasy. Ooh, I wonder how that would work.
1: I think that I could see something about, like, Gatsby, like, time traveling. Oh, him just being... I don't know if that counts
0: as fantasy. Is time traveling fantasy? No. Or is that sci-fi?
1: That's more sci-fi, but sci-fi fantasy. He's know. a wizard. Yeah. He can, like, travel through time, but in the fantasy way, not in the sci-fi way. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, he's a wizard, and he's, like, doing all of this for... I never read the... I never, like, actually read The Great Gatsby, but we, like, talked about it.
0: But, like, he throws parties and he does everything. Like, I bet it's for, like, like secretly, like, for a bigger purpose.
1: Yeah, and also just, like, the dazzling effect of, like, all of his, like, things.
0: Yeah, and how um, there's, like, mystery around him, too. Yeah.
1: I think that would be a really good... Th- I would definitely read that if it was...
0: Plus, even the name of the book is The Great Gatsby. Like...
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a magician. Yeah. I think The Great Gatsby is actually (laughs) already a fantasy novel.
0: (laughs) Bam. F. Scott Fitzgerald, who? I only know Sylvie Koliak. (laughs) Okay, okay. Do another number.
1: Okay. 88.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Fairy Tales and Stories by Hans Christian Andersen. So, like, Thumbelina, The Little Mermaid. Okay, okay, okay.
1: And then 76, so 13... One, two, if horror was tense magical realism
0: oh interesting uh, I,
1: mean, I feel like we're already kind of there
0: yeah but these are like straight fairy tales like it would have to be like as opposed to just like magic with like some sort of moral thing you know what i mean it would have to be like a normal story like i'm imagining like something like the little mermaid but like written as like like the song of solomon you know by tony morrison did you ever read that book? It was a really good book. I had to read no, it for I school. No, I didn't read it. Oh, side note. I just want to say, speaking about reading books for school, um, what was really good for me is reading a book. I read The Lord of the Flies in eighth grade, um, and I didn't have to. I read it for fun. Um, and I was like, oh, that's like it's like an interesting book. Like, I like it. And then when I came into high school my freshman year, we had to read it for school, so already knowing the story reading it again a second time but like being able to like look for things like oh the conch symbolizes democracy i was like what i feel like that's how things need to go you know
1: yeah i love rereading books or like rewatching movies and then seeing everything like come together in a different way you know yeah yeah
0: anyway yeah i think um i think it'd be interesting if someone wrote Like, a Hans Christian Andersen, like, inspired book. But it was, like, magical realism. I feel like I would read those.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because the stories wouldn't be inherently magic anymore. They'd be like, oh, I don't know, it's, like, this girl. Instead of the Little Mermaid, she'd be, like, a girl. And I don't know, maybe there's, like, I don't know. I don't know how. (laughs) Magical realism is, like, where magical or unreal elements play a natural part in an otherwise realistic environment. So it'd just be, like, super realistic with, like, elements of... Yeah. mm, Yeah. Okay, new one, new, 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 new.
1: New one, 44. What is it? 44 is To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Okay, and then 59,
0: 14. Okay, that's
1: right underneath Magical Realism. Metafiction.
0: Uses self-reference to draw attention to itself as a work of art while exposing the truth of the story. Um... (laughs) <laughs> if a form of literature emphasizes its own constructedness in a way that it reminds a reader that they are reading or viewing a fictional work. Oh, that, that could be interesting for something like To Kill a Mockingbird that discusses, yeah. like, race issues. Yeah. To be, like, less allegorical and be more slap you in the face with, like, yeah, so this is a story, but y'all deal with that in real life. That'd be interesting. I think it would just be a very different book.
1: I think that would go really well. Yeah.
0: I really can't speak... Because I don't know too much about the book. I don't think I ever read it.
1: We were supposed to read it. Uh, I maybe read part of it. I don't really remember how it goes. I could see, yeah, just like making more, like you said, like hitting you in the face more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, next one. Yeah. 62. Are you on that page?
0: Yes, I am. Emma by Jane Austen.
1: I don't know what Emma's about.
0: Did you ever see Clueless? Yes. That's a modern interpretation of Emma by Jane Austen.
1: Fascinating. I love Clueless. Yeah, Clueless is a good.
0: The one underneath it is Animal Farm, though. Did you ever read Animal Farm?
1: Yes. Actually, I did read Animal Farm. You know what? Let's do both. And then the next number is 21. So three. Which is crime slash detective.
0: (gasps) Emma, but crime slash detective?
1: I would love to see a, like, Clueless remake where Cher is a detective. Detective. So I think the
0: gig in Emma is, like, she's this girl who, like, meddles in other people's lives. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like that could translate really well to, like, being a, like, you know, maybe you're a good detective, but you, like, meddle too much. You know what I mean?
1: I feel like um, Clueless as a detective movie is legally blonde.
0: Okay. Oh, first of all. <laughs> no. No. I feel like it could look similar to that. You know what I mean?
1: That's Okay, yeah, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I'm saying it's definitely like like a good interpret or a good guess for what you'd get.
0: Okay, it's it's a good comp. Yes, it is a good comp indeed. <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> i just feel Damn. so strongly
0: about both legally blonde and clueless
1: i love both movies <laughs> i it, it wasn't supposed to be a bad thing it was fake supposed fan. To be fan good thing fake fan. <laughs> okay <Ouch>. sorry
0: <laughs> yeah okay do we want to do one more
1: yes let's do one more and then we'll be good
0: <laughs> we're uh, really not doing too hot today no,
1: we aren't you know let's just like why don't we just pick one
0: yeah, you choose your genre. Or you know what, you pick a book and I'll pick a genre for you. Ooh, okay.
1: Let's why not Edgar Allan Poe? Like his stories.
0: What As, about him? Which one? The Telltale Heart?
1: We could do that. Or just any of his stories. Yeah. The complete tales and poems of Edgar Allan Poe.
0: Then what's a good um should we generate a genre then?
1: Sure uh five
0: five oh 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 the dictionary appeared not that one two three four five fairy
1: tale uh, i think that you could do it pretty easily but i don't think it'd be like like i'm imagining like telltale heart but like it's something like the evil queen has like someone's heart <laughs> like in her castle <laughs> Like there's a heart literally in the floor
0: yeah. I mean, wasn't there uh, a heart litter in the... Okay, I, it's been a hot second since I've read Telltale Heart*, so Nobody come at me.
1: I think he, like, imagined it because he murdered someone. Because he was crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, good for you, Mr. Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Do you want to choose a book and then we'll...
0: Okay, let me think. Um, what if we do Charlotte's Web? That was on the list.
1: Oh, okay. That's a good one. And then fifty-five, ten, Horror, Charlotte's Web... <laughs> but horror (laughs) um I could see that I think you
0: could no I could definitely see that
1: like Charlotte starts like writing things in like blood
0: (laughs) 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 oh my god yeah yeah no you could definitely see that
1: yeah starts making crazy demands
0: (laughs) Charlotte secretly out to get Wilbur the whole time yeah dang that'll do it to him. oh yeah yeah
1: i think we're good
0: i think we are also good
1: yeah thank you so much for listening
0: yes um as always you can find us on social media at SkaterDiepodcast and email us at skater at gmail.com
1: yeah can i say that i'd actually really like book re- recommendations so oh send yeah some?
0: yeah if you book recs hell yeah and if you read uh, books that we recommend let us know how you feel about them yes tell us all about it you get bonus points if you email it to us <laughs>
1: yeah and then ask for advice
0: yeah yeah yeah. Um, and yeah sylvia too. and i've been begging for people to ask for advice Since forever
1: the first episode literally oh yeah. this is such a dream for us to do an advice episode one day it'll happen someone will ask me a question and i'll whip out a recorder call you and be like it's happening now I'm <laughs> over here." god yeah anyways you always say the end part
0: oh um <laughs> hey everybody sorry i just <laughs> opened a buzzfeed quiz i've already moved on <laughs> um hey i'll catch you on the flip side bye bye